Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Good afternoon. This is a big effing deal. Whoa. Whoa. What you call an icon living? Start a record label, Miss Fish just did it. Nylon, couple five minutes. Whoa, we are too hot in the business. Whoa, about to make a movie independent. Need new trucks independent. What's better than this? Guys, these dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. I'm Joe Marino of NDT Scouting and FanRag Sports, joined by Kyle Krabs, who's the founder and director of scouting with NDT Scouting, also with FanRag Sports. We are your hosts here on a Friday edition of the Draft Dudes Podcast. We are just hours away from getting down into Mobile, Alabama to cover the 69th Senior Bowl. And uh, we are excited. It's, it's one of our most favorite things that we do every year. And we are excited to give you wall-to-wall coverage with some surprises along the way next week. So, Kyle, welcome to the show. Can't wait to see you tomorrow. Wee-hee. Yeah, I'm ready to roll, man. Let's do this. Yes, sir. It's uh... that's, that's it. That's all you're getting. <laughs> I'm I'm too I'm too excited to to really focus. So you're gonna get short three word or less responses from me this entire show. Oh, good. So this I hope is... you're ready to put the yeah. team on your back because is... you know I'm just I can't focus. I'm just I can't even see straight. I'm ready to go. Well, before we dig into everything we want to talk about, we have a lot of exciting stuff going on. At NDTScouting.com. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you just look over the last week. We've had a mock draft from Jonah Tolls. We've had John Ledger breaking down all of the positions and all the players that we're going to see at Mobile. We've had uh, Ben Solak's uh, contextualized quarterbacking uh, series, which is just tremendous work. And uh, I'll let you talk about our latest addition to the staff. 
Oh, you're not even going to get my top five position ranks? Any I, love here? I didn't give myself any love. I didn't give you any love. You know, let's, well, you know, what the, what the. No, I'm selfish. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big surprise, right? Kyle's going to make about him. Um, <laughs> yeah, Joe, your, your six pack this week was great. I thought you had some great content in your weekly six pack uh, series that comes out every Thursday. Uh, I put out top five position rankings updated uh, for every position. Uh, kind of running through who's standing out to me. Uh, now that I've done over half of my film assessments, I kind of got a grasp on where guys are going to fall. And then, Jill, within the last 48 hours, we have added Matt Williamson to the team as our first pro scout at NDT Scouting. So, Matt, if you're not initiated, uh, worked as a scout for University of Pittsburgh before working as a scout for the Cleveland Browns and then working at ESPN doing pro personnel analysis. Uh, since then, he's, he's since moved on to other opportunities and uh, he, he currently is the host of the locked on NFL podcast. And uh, he's, he's had us on uh, his podcast in the past and uh, we've kind of connected with one, one another and realized, you know, Hey, this is, this is a great opportunity here to kind of supplement the college scouting that we do. And uh, we, we sat down with Matt and, and came to terms with Matt and we've brought him on board. He's already made the most of his first day on the team. He went through Jonah Tulls' mock draft uh, one through 32 and talked about the, uh, the personnel fit that the, the prospects mocked to each individual team, how good of a fit that may or may not be. So just a, a fun way to supplement a mock draft to really have somebody who has extensive, legitimate background in doing this sort of thing to, to put the microscope to it and pick through it. Uh, I know Jonah personally was, was thrilled. He's like, oh, that's cool. I get to be the guinea pig. You know, I get to ha- have Matt pick through me first because uh, that's, that's the kind of stuff that the, the work that you could find from Matt over at ESPN for years. And now he's doing it for NDT scouting, which I think is just like really, really freaking cool. Yeah, man. Really excited about the direction we're heading and expanding our portfolio to include pro scouting. So uh, make sure that you're following that NDT scouting LLC Twitter handle because there is a lot going on that you're not going to want to miss. Kyle, we are getting close to the NFL draft, 96 days away from the 2018 NFL draft. Uh, My number today is 96, and that is the amount of receptions Memphis wide receiver Anthony Miller had in his senior season at Memphis, 96 receptions, 1,462 yards, 18 touchdowns. The year after snagging 95 passes for 1,434 yards and 14 touchdowns. This dude has been a monster in production for the Memphis Tigers. I know you've got your eyes on him a couple of times this season in person. And uh, so our number today is 96. Anthony Miller, the amount of receptions he had this season. Yeah, so Anthony caught, you said, 96 balls. Uh, I saw him play UConn and UCLA. I think I saw him catch half of them in those two games. <laughs> the, the, the dude literally, literally, I think, caught over 30 passes for like 400 yards and like six or seven touchdowns in those two games combined. Like, so I picked the perfect two games to become for at NDT Scouting on Twitter to become an Anthony Miller fan account because uh, – 
he had that one-handed catch against UConn. Mm-hmm. Joe, I already know you you know which one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Coming across the middle, just throws that mid out there. That ball's thrown low and in front of him, and he just plucks that thing out of the air like it's nothing. He's got great hands. Uh, everybody raise your glass. Pour one out is, is Wednesdays, but we're going to pour one out for Anthony Miller because he's not attending. Actually, I can't say he's not attending. He's not participating in the 2018 Reese's Senior Bowl, which is a huge wet blanket for this segment. But I still appreciate you, Anthony Miller. I still think you are one of the uh, more polished and, and refined receivers in this 2018 NFL draft class. So uh, kind of a bummer, but... If you're not right, you're not right. Make sure you're right for what is uh, the longest and most important job interview of your career, which is the NFL Combine at the end of February, beginning of March. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, Anthony Miller is just part of a long list of players that have emerged over the last uh day or so that won't be participating in the Senior Bowl. The likes of Maurice Hurst, Mason Rudolph, Rayshon Evans, Duke Jayafor, Derek Noddy, the list goes on and on. Harold Landry, Darren Carrington. Um, so you know, it seems like every year we deal with this, where uh, right on the on the on the cusp of, of getting down to Mobile, we we find out about a bunch of players who had accepted invites that aren't going to participate, and we know that uh, the Senior Bowl really gets underway uh, at the weigh-ins uh, on Tuesday morning, and uh, the director of the Senior Bowl, Phil Savage, gets up and he gives his State of the Senior Bowl speech. And he's often very critical of the players who decide not to participate or don't accept invites. And uh, I'm anxious to hear Phil because I know that he is going to be livid about uh, some of the guys that backed down here at the last minute and a lot of the guys that didn't accept their invites either. Yeah, this is – it's a depressing list <laughs> going through uh, names that either didn't accept or um, have since withdrawn. Uh, I think the group that takes the biggest hit is probably the pass rush group because they lose Ajaya for Harold Landry and Davin Bellamy. Um, those are probably three of the better guys there. You still got Okoronkwu. You still got Marcus Davenport. If you subscribe to his upside, but other than that, I mean, this has become a really watered-down group. Uh, I, I would have thought Ajayafor and Landry would have been probably two of the three best pass rushers there. So that's um, it's disappointing. But, you know, as we said, these guys have to look after themselves and make sure that they're putting themselves in the best position to be successful. And um, we will see when Phil gives his annual address – how legitimate some of these decisions were and, and how legitimate you know, the, the senior bowl staff may have felt some of these decisions were not. Well, it's uh, it'll be fun to hear that Kyle. Um, the, the show idea, the real, the meat and the potatoes of the show today is that me, you and I want to get into our predicted risers and fallers uh, for the senior bowl. John Ledger uh, and actually Jonah tolls over the weekend here will have gotten you ready from a preview perspective of analysis on every single player. You can go to ndtscouting.com and see that. And then also with Ben Solak's contextualized quarterback publication on the Senior Bowl quarterbacks, the preview work, the foundation for going into the week has been firmly laid. And so what we wanted to do with our preview show here on the podcast is talk about some of our predictions in terms of who we think are some of the guys that are going to rise 
and fall. So, Kyle, I'll let you have honors here with your first prediction. Yeah. um, If I'm looking through the linebacker group, uh, one name that I think is is going to uh, be highlighted and and not necessarily in the most flattering way is Virginia linebacker Micah Kaiser, who has been a tackle machine at Virginia. But I want you guys to think about, if you haven't been to a Senior Bowl practice, I'll explain why I think this structure is really going to expose some movement limitations for a guy like Kaiser. Uh, A lot of what these guys do is one-on-one work. You know, they do their movement skill drills and they hit the bags and they do the footwork stuff and the pass shell stuff. But then they go with the opposing groups and they'll pair the linebackers with either the tight ends or the running backs or both. And they'll put them in position as though they were in a base alignment and they're tasked with playing either pass coverage or rushing the passer. And it's a one-on-one situation where, you know, they, they have a lot of space to cover in pass coverage and there's nobody else out in the field. And then in, in protection areas, uh, they are actually working in a pretty confined area where they have to work through a certain gap and challenge a guy head on. Those are not areas where a guy like Micah Kaiser shows a lot of success. I thought Micah Kaiser was pretty stiff. Uh, I did not think Micah Kaiser was especially explosive watching his film. Uh, so even though this is a player that comes in very highly regarded with his accolades and his statistics in production, I think you're going to see him get out to the senior bowl here and they're going to ask him to run around and play pass coverage on these backs running routes out of the backfield. And I think that's going to get pretty ugly. I think you're going to hear some or read some tweets uh, from folks who are in attendance talking about Kaiser's underwhelming performance and getting roasted in pass coverage. And I, I just don't think uh, the recipe for success is, is going to be one that's here for Kaiser throughout the course of the week. Kyle, I'll start with the positive one, even though I do have one coming up here that I think will uh, flutter a bit. But uh, the guy that I think has a, a really big opportunity to make a name for himself is Oregon offensive tackle Tyrell Crosby. He's a guy that I, I did his full film evaluation on Thursday, and I really like what I saw. Now, uh, when you think about the senior bowl and you think about the offensive lineman, you know, you think about those one-on-ones and being matched up uh, with, with pass rushers and having to really move their feet in, uh, in, in, protect with real with no real structure right so it's really an advantageous drill for the pass rushers but one thing that I noticed about Crosby in particular on tape is two things I thought he re-anchored really really well he's a strong dude like he's not going to be overmatched power wise with anybody so right off the bat I don't think he's going to give any ground but one of my favorite things about Crosby was how well he protected the edge track and widened the uh the width of the pocket you know he extended the width of the pocket so often by really meeting rushers at their landmarks and and not just steering them beyond the peak of the pocket, but pushing them out. And so I think that's going to show up a lot, especially with what you kind of alluded to uh, earlier with, you know, the uh, watered down group of pass rushers that we suddenly have in Mobile, where he's going to be able to kind of feast on some of these guys and, and really 
make it difficult for, for them to get around him with his ability to widen the pocket that stems from his power. Now, if there's going to be situations where they do inside run and he's getting a chance to just get his momentum moving forward and accelerating his feet and, and he's got some nasty hands, you know, I think that's going to serve himself well in those types of situations where he is a master at rooting guys outside of gaps. So uh, I'm, I'm liking this offensive tackle class. The more I dig into it and Tyrell Crosby is just another one that kind of stands out to me. And I think a guy that, you know, when we're done next week, we're going to look back and say that this guy really performed well. You know, isn't it funny? Because for a really long time, the perception around the offensive tackle class was that it's not good. <laughs> but you get you get names like Tyrell Crosby, who, Joe, I agree with a lot with what you said. Are these a little tight in the hips? And sometimes he doesn't really roll his hips through contact. But he's so strong in the upper body and he's so big and long that a lot of times he's able to mask that issue. You got Jamarco Jones, Chukwumo Korafor, Connor Williams, Orlando Brown Jr. Um, who am I missing? Mike, Mike McGlinchey. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean that's, six, that's six quality offensive tackle prospects. And we're going to get a chance to see some of these guys at the Senior Bowl. Um, and, and I agree with you. I do think Crosby will show well, especially because he's one of those like first off the bus guys, right? Oh, yeah. Like Crosby just looks like a monster. So uh, I do agree with you there. And my next predicted riser faller is an oldie but a goodie. Dallas Goddard, tight end, South Dakota State. Uh, Goddard is a guy that I have raved about since the summer, if you guys have been following along with the draft dudes, because uh, this guy is Gumby at the catch point. He is super flexible. He has one of the largest catch radiuses I've ever seen. A, a guy that can elevate vertically and palm a football oh, due over his head by like two or three feet. Just just full extension, get that arm really far up there. Uh, and you pair that with what has been dominating film at the FCS level. And level of competition is something that we talk about on a somewhat regular basis here because it's relevant. You know, we've seen Ali Marpet come in here from Hobart College as a D3 school. We saw Carson Wentz come in here as an FCS kid. Last year we saw uh, Tano Passino from Villanova come in and perform well and played himself into a day two selection. Uh, Brendan Langley, who got picked on, on day two by the Denver Broncos. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, and, Teams aren't are getting less leery of small school kids if they prove they dominate it at their level of competition and they test at a level and produce at a level that suggests they meet NFL baselines. Dallas Goddard checks all those boxes. So I have a, a prediction that we're going to see Goddard get out here on one-on-ones, and I think he's the most dynamic receiver out of this tight end group. Uh, I think he might be the best receiving tight end in the class. He's got some parallels to Travis Kelsey as far as athleticism and, and how he moves after the catch. He's not quite as explosive or bursty as Kelsey. Um, but I like Goddard a lot. And I think you're going to get him in a situation where he's going to be going against uh, some linebackers and some safeties that uh, – I don't look at either one of these groups and get super excited about uh, their potential 
as coverage guys. So Goddard is on the South team. So some of the safeties uh, that he'll be working against, uh, Quinn Blanding, Jeremy Reeves, Trey Matthews from Auburn. Uh, None of those guys stand out as coverage guys. Uh, Trey Williams from Auburn. The linebacker, Marquise Hayes. Ole Miss, more of a pass rusher. Micah Kaiser. These are guys we're going to see Dallas Goddard run routes on next week. I think you're going to see him perform very well in those situations. Kyle, I'm going to kind of slow down the roll here and talk about my guy who I think is going to uh, come away a bit underwhelming. And he's a player that I think has a little bit of buzz because he flashes so much. If you watch Stanford's defense this year, you probably saw Harrison Phillips make a splash player too. I mean, the guy had 92 tackles, 14 and a half for loss, seven and a half sacks this year. And, you know, this is one of those situations where it, the, the the trailer to the movie was was not not what the whole movie indicated. So uh, I took the deep dive on Harrison Phillips here pretty recently, and I was really disappointed. And what it comes down to is, I just don't think he has a lot of the baseline traits needed to really win. And so kind of going back to what I said with Terrell Crosby and these one-on-ones and how he fares, you know, when I watch Harrison Phillips on tape, I don't see a guy with a whole lot of juice or agility. So, you know, his ability to really get off the ball and, and soften an angle and get by a block is not really there. And his power is really underwhelming. So, you know, when, when he's really attacking, you, you can see he, he's, he's a high-effort player. He plays with a, with a ton of intensity and, and, and a high motor, but, like, he, he – and he gets it all going into blockers, but it's never effective. He doesn't, he doesn't make any impact with, with what he does in terms of his strike with his hands or whatever he tries to do to, to soften angles and get by blocks or disengage or, or anchor and, and not get rooted out of gaps. So – you know, I, I just see this concerning blend of a lack of juice, a lack of power, a lack of technique, and you know, I, I think he's going to get, I think he's going to get tossed around a little bit, to be honest with you. And uh, a guy that I think there was some buzz based on some of the splashes that he made, you know, and that really came from his, the way he plays is is often just kind of looking into the backfield and trying to attack. You know, there's not a lot of nuance or gap discipline or. or you know, anything like that, that, you know, makes a fundamentally good football player. He just kind of wins with effort and finding the football. And, you know, look, as we get moving on here into the next level, you got to be able to maintain your gap, play with technique and strength and have some, some, some juice about you. And I, I just don't see those things with Harrison Phillips and, and, you know, I'm probably, I'm probably dogging him a little bit harder than I should just because I kind of had some stronger expectations going into the evaluation. But uh, he's a guy that I had some some excitement to see, but I'm concerned that uh, you know he's going to be one of the guys we talk about as a faller uh, when we uh, leave town next week. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. 
reached the High Fashion Hotline. Hi, my family's going to a concert in the park, and we want our style to be the main attraction. Rock over to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now get up to 50% off jeans from 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Up to 50% off jeans for the family? That's music to my ears. Plus, now you can get in and out of the store in a flash with buy online, pick up in store. It's fun, fast, and free. Styles that take center stage and free pick up in store when I buy online? Old Navy, here we come. High Fashion, Old Navy. About 720 to 729, select styles only. Right, and that's the whole thing, right? Is like there's an expectation when you hear Harrison Phillips talked about as, oh, you know, first round defensive tackle. And then you turn on the tape and you don't get anything. You know who it reminds me of? It reminds me of Carl Nassib at defensive end. Like Nassib was super productive. Uh, people talk about, oh, yeah, you know, he's in the backfield all the time, blah, blah, blah. And then you turn on Nassib's tape, and it's like he's getting washed out in drive block situations. He's not really showing a lot of length or hand usage. It's He's just like a high-motor, blue-collar kind of guy. And I think that's the best-case scenario for Phillips is that that high-motor, blue-collar approach has some translation, uh, and, and he's able to kind of develop his – uh, playing approach, I think I, I really feel like a lot of his issue is, is kind of mental reconditioning and playing to his strengths. Uh, that, that's something that some players have a really good grasp on and others want to try and play uh, a, a style of football that really doesn't lend itself well to um, what it is athletically they can do best. Joe, my last potential prediction here is a potential riser, and that's Missouri wide receiver Jamon Moore. Uh, Moore out of Missouri is just one of a bunch of wide receivers that are lined up to be here this upcoming week that are big. Uh, if you're looking at 6'3 plus for this senior bowl group, names that have been included on the rosters include Marcel Aitman, Oklahoma State, uh, Jamon Moore, 6'3, Alan Lazard from Iowa State. Uh, Jaleel Scott from New Mexico State, who's like build it legit six six. Uh, James Washington's only six foot, but he plays like he's six four six five. Uh, DJ Sharks listed six four. Uh, Cedric Wilson listed six three. Javon Wims listed six four. There's size here at wide receiver, and if I'm looking through this group, I want to know okay. Who's got something that's going to move the needle to pair with this size? I think Marcel Aitman, uh, with his catch point skills, will be effective. I think Cedric Wilson uh, has nice long speed to pair with that six foot three size, but I think Jamon Moore really has the best potential out of this group. I think he's dynamic. And Joe, I know we we talked in the pre-show about some concerns that we have about his game, but I just I feel like this is a splash player. Uh, and what I referenced to you in the pre-show uh, was that I could I could see Jamon Moore kind of following a Chad Williams style ascension, where he's going to show a trait that flashes and gets people excited, and he's got nice size. And even though he's got some warts, including the ability to consistently cleanly catch the football, 
I think he's got enough other stuff to his game that it's going to allow him to have a nice week. Kyle, my last one, I'm going to keep it in the wide receiver group, and he's not one of the big, you know, towering type wide receivers. It's Michael Gallup from Colorado State. I think he's six one, two hundred on the dot listed at, and um, he's an ultra productive player at Colorado State, and I really love his game. I, I've uh, compared him to Pierre Garcon, and um, the reason I think. Gallup is a guy that'll really shine in this wide receiver group is because I think he has a lot of physicality about him. Now I love his release. He's very smooth and and, and quickly accelerates off the ball. And um, I think he's very clean out of his breaks. He works really hard to sell his, his route cuts and, uh, and, and he works hard on the football. He has good ball skills. I think he attacks it with an alpha mentality. But for me, when you watch the senior bowl, again, I go back to the one-on-ones is where we really define the week. And uh, he's going to be going up against corners who are not necessarily in a game situation and they are going to be grabby. They're going to be trying to mix things up at the top of route stems to really make it difficult to get a clean break. Uh, they're going to be really aggressive to, to jam. And Michael Gallup has this physical blend about him, the way he plays, the way he deals with cornerbacks in the contact window that I think is going to serve him well. I don't think this is a guy that's going to be getting stuck on routes when he's trying to, you know, cut cut across a, a cornerback's face to separate and establish leverage. This is something where I've seen on tape where he's where he's just so good in those situations where he doesn't get bumped on the top of his routes. And so when he's going one-on-one with these cornerbacks, which is a pretty underwhelming group of cornerbacks uh, this this year that are going to be in this at the Senior Bowl, you know, I think he's going to take advantage of really be the aggressor in, in the routes and, and win with physicality and then coupling that with, you know, I, what I think is smooth route running skills and really good ball skills that, you know, Michael Gallup is going to be the guy that uh, uh, I think is going to emerge from the receiver group. Joe, that's what we like to call guys being dudes. Now, one year after we started the draft dudes, this show concept, this this entire podcast concept was birthed in the car ride home from Mobile last year. And here we are, full circle, wrapping up episode 149 as I get ready to fly down to Charlotte to spend a car ride to Mobile with you uh, tomorrow. I guess, I guess technically 36 hours on Sunday. It's a beautiful thing, man. Uh, if you guys have had the, the pleasure of following along with us uh, for the course of the past year, we would like to graciously thank you for your, your listenership and support and uh, you guys continue to make this one of the more enjoyable endeavors that we undertake. And if you're just joining us, we, we highly hope that you stick with us for the next year, the start of year two of the Draft Dudes podcast. Only great things to come. As we talked about at the beginning of the show, we're really excited about the direction that we're going with with all of our endeavors. And this is certainly uh, one of those things that, that is only going to continue to get better and better as we go. Uh, please feel free. Uh, we plug some of the content at the top of the show. Uh, swing over to NDTScouting.com. Swing over to FanRag Sports and check out uh, some of our, our works there. I did preview the Senior Bowl for FanRag Sports today as well. So you guys have no shortage of contact, or I'm sorry, no shortage of content to dig into uh, as we get ready for next week's festivities to kick off. Uh, follow Joe and myself on Twitter. Joe is at the Joe Marino. 
I am at NDT Scouting. Follow along with uh, the NDT Scouting webpage as well, NDT Scouting LLC. Uh, so you know anytime any of the guys on our great staff put something out there for you guys to read. I'm Kyle Krabs signing off with Joe Marino. This is the Draft Dudes Podcast, and we will catch up with you next week from Mobile, Alabama, 2018. Peace to Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.